Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, January 29th, 2024, and you are listening to the fourth episode of a new era podcast. Fourth? My name is Fourth. 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 You wow. confused me there for a second. I was like, am I getting this wrong? My name is Hanson, better known as Freddy Online, and I'm here with my dad, the OG Fred. Dad, would you like to say good morning to the listeners? Today? Hey, good morning, listeners. Fourth episode. I mean, we got to thank everyone who's actually tuned in already to us. So many, so many downloads already. We're just thrilled to be doing this again. End up talking weekly to my son, uh, phone or text about sports. And again, we decided what better avenue than let you all hear about our unusual takes. Don't scare me like that again. I, I thought I was like, is this five? Is this six? Is this? You, oh, no. You got me going there. I, I'm just, um, yeah. It a Four just, wow. I know. It's flying. It's like almost been in a month. That's crazy. Um, Good good intro. I like that. I good. think we'll keep that. Yeah. Keep something like that. <laughs> Anyways, um, obviously we had Championship Sunday yesterday. Uh, you know, it. we had some two incredible games. Uh, in the AFC and the NFC. Sad that we have another Chiefs Super Bowl coming up, but uh, we're going to get more into that today. Uh, a lot of Super Bowl talk that we'll have today and probably next week as well leading up to it. Um, we've got some fun uh, a trivia question from the OG Fred here that he has not even told me lick about. Um, he, he wanted that to be a surprise today. We've got a little conversation about Mayo's first hire that happened this week. Uh, with the Patriots, and then we're going to end it off with uh, a co-rating, I guess, a, a duo rating of yeah. ranking the best Super Bowl party foods to keep it a little fun here, too, uh, and then we'll end off this episode. So, um, now, are we, are, do we include, well, I would say probably on the Super Bowl, a uh, beverage could be classified as a food. I, I think that's incorrect. I think literally definition-wise, that's incorrect. Well, yeah, but there's got to be plenty of beverages. Yeah, maybe that'll be for next week. Oh, I like that. And, right. and, what, and, and what time is it okay to start to have a, yeah. a beverage? Like, I mean, on Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah. 12? Anyways, not, not a conversation for right now. We're going to move into the first game from yesterday. Uh, we've got Kansas City and Baltimore. Kansas City ended up winning the game 17-10. I almost yep. said seven. I forgot they got that last field goal at the end there. Um, I know we were both watching it. You know, you gave me a call when we saw that miraculous Lamar Jackson pass to himself. I mean, we never see stuff like that. That's crazy. Um, and, give, give me your thoughts thought he, about the game. I thought he was going all the way with that. He I, almost broke that. For a split second, yeah. Yeah, I saw him catch it, and just yeah. all of the clear field in front of him, I was like, what if he does it, right? Like, yeah. it was pretty cool. Uh, but outside of that play, how do you feel about the game? You know, I think Kansas City, you know, I've been thinking about this. Kansas City just does enough offensively to win the game. It was almost like they said, okay, we won. We got enough points. Let the defense. Block. I mean, Travis Kelsey, incredible game. 
absolutely incredible game. Now the most reception or receivings um, receptions um, in the history of the playoffs. And he got the touchdowns too. I think yesterday. Um, and the touch or no that was last last week that was last week the Mahomes and Kelsey yeah now he's just building on it um yeah I mean offense did enough I will you know I'm just gonna sit here and I'm gonna continue to be a Kansas City Chiefs hater until Mahomes retires and that's just gonna be a thing so I mean you say the offense did enough they did enough in the first half um I don't think they scored yeah they didn't score a single second half point uh, but it didn't matter because, as we've seen, that defense for Kansas City has been locked down so far this year. Um, Jerry Sneed came up some big plays at the end with that fumble. Oh, man. Um, Zay Flowers, dude. I mean, I, for the game that he had, uh, I mean, I was texting along with my buddies during the game, and we saw that taunting penalty. And... One of my buddies says, you know, way to show your age there. Way to show your maturity in an AFC championship game. Now, as as much as that sucked and that penalty was terrible right there, that celebration was so cold. Oh, I loved the celebration. <laughs> he, he pushed him down, threw the ball back at It was sick. It was sick. Let yeah. the boys taunt, all right? This is a professional sports league. This is an AFC championship. Let the boys have a little fun, right? Let them taunt. Yes, but that is maturity. You got to know in that moment. Yeah, you made a great play. Not, not jumping the gun here, but the next game that we're obviously going to talk about, there was an incredible catch that was made, and yet no taunting. Yeah, with you know. with also a young receiver there, but a little more years under him, and you can Absolutely. see the maturity with with the Niners have being there already or have been there before, yeah. um, you know, and, and that's tough, but you know, I honestly, I think specifically with the taunting, the push down was probably fine. I think it's the getting up and it's the, the twirling the ball on him that really caused the penalty there. Well, and just looking at him when he that's too, you can't, you can't stand over a guy. You yeah. can't do it. Yeah, I mean, you can't probably, do that in any sport. You can't do that he, in basketball. You're getting a tech, too. Yeah. I think he could have probably twirled it if he looked away or whatever, but he just stared him down, you know? Yeah. I think um, another point I want to bring up, and again, throwing a little older guy at you, the question, too, I mean, Lamar, fantastic player, MVP candidate, probably, again, going to get it. but. Does he now have a stigma that another quarterback back in my time had for a long time until he finally won? That would be John Elway. I mean, is Lamar going to be that great player that just doesn't get in to the Super Bowl until later on in his career? Yeah, well, I I like I like that, and I and I like all the comparisons to like previous quarterbacks because I've been seeing it. Um, I mean, even dating back to last week with the Bills and Josh Allen, something that I see almost every time repeat around this sort of time of the year after we get the you know Josh Allen and the Bills losing to Mahomes. It's the comparison like 
how Josh Allen might be like Philip Rivers, how Philip Rivers was when Brady and Manning were doing their thing. And it's yeah. like a guy that can put up great regular season stats. Uh, he can try to will his team to win, but once it comes down to playoff time, like he's just going to keep coming up short. And it to looks Mahomes. like he just found, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to Mahomes. Um, and and now you found a comparison to Lamar. So, you know, you can definitely find um, those connections and, um, you know, nothing, nothing on Lamar, though. That's the one thing I want to take away from this, too. He played his ass off yesterday. He really did. And I don't think he could have done much more. Um, I mean, and if you think about it, we're sitting here. That was a touchdown game. So that, mm-hmm. that touchdown by Zay Flowers that, you know, he dove for it. I mean, you get that. We're talking about overtime, potentially, um, in Baltimore. And, Le- and Lamar gets his shot there. And so, you know, I don't know, man. It's a tough game. It's it's as a Baltimore fan, man, that's that's a tough one because I really thought this might have been the year for them. Maybe not to win it all, but at least to get in there. And uh, And now we're going to have to see, you know, all the media hype about Mahomes potentially getting his third and Taylor Swift being in the Super Bowl and and all this for the next two weeks. And I don't want to yeah. hear about it. I know I know they already what, they have the country music singer Reba McIntyre doing the halftime, but you know No, she's doing the uh national anthem. We got oh, Usher Usher, that's right. I wonder if Usher and Taylor will do a little Stop, stop, stop. Let's not <laughs> they just pull her stop. they just pull her out. Of the, yeah. of the box. Yeah. Come on down. Wouldn't, wouldn't be too surprised. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, I, I guess we've got our point across for that game. Uh, I will recap. Well, so we had our picks there from last week's episode. Um, you had the Chiefs. You had Chiefs spread money line. Got that. I had Ravens spread money line. Missed that one. Um, you said you had the under. I the still under. don't know how correct that is. That's but we'll, we'll give it to you. Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I had the over there um, along with everybody else. And, and that's scary because when that happens, you know that you're in for a miss there. But uh, nice job sweeping that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did win my bets um, on flip last night. Nice. Nice. Did you parlay them both together? Uh, both games? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. Um, all right. Well, that's enough about the AFC championship. I don't I don't really care to spend more time talking about the Chiefs than we need to. Um I I'm just gonna go back. You if Zay Flowers, I just think the Chiefs right now, their offense can I mean, they had production from just about everyone, at least later as it went out. I mean, Travis obviously bulk of the catches. Uh, Pacheco ran again really hard. A um, couple other guys got some catches late. Rasheed Rice, I think, was there. I just think that if they needed to, if it was tied, they could have turned it up. And they were going to well, win that game no matter what. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely see what you're saying. It's just, this is just what happens. You know, it's everybody was counting out Mahomes this year. Oh, this is the year that the Chiefs looked the worst in the Mahomes era and this could be the one and no man it's this is when you know they just 
this is when winners just turn it on. This is yeah. this is like what Brady would do. It's it sucks to fucking have that comparison because I don't I don't want to have him in that conversation. I really don't. But I mean, if he grabs this ring, like the conversation is going to be widespread and, and it needs to be had. Um, but this is this is just what Mahomes does. He knows, you know, once you get into the playoffs, he's a different animal. You know, Kelsey had been, you know, it wasn't bad this year at all. I mean, he missed a thousand yards by like 12 yards or something like that. So he's still a reliable receiver, but everybody was like, oh, is he getting older? Is this the decline? Nope. You get him into the AFC championship game. He puts up, was it like 11, 11 catches for like 96 yards and a touchdown or something. He shows that he's back there. It was over a hundred. Yep. Yeah. He, he shows that he's back. He shows that it's not a problem. And you know, he was just scooting by and that's just, that's just what the greats do. Um, so, I mean, you know, good game. Um, I can't say deserved it. Uh, Baltimore would have deserved it too. But, you know, it was a good AFC championship game. And it was good football. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, in two weeks. But we'll get into that in a little. Let's move on here to the second game of the day. Uh, the NFC championship with Detroit going into San Fran. That one finished off 34-31. San Fran with a little backdoor cover by the Lions. Uh, we'll recap the picks here. At the start, we both had Lions spread. Thought that was too many points. Got the yeah. backdoor cover there. We both had the over. Um, and that also hit with them putting up what, 65 total points. Um, let me know your initial thoughts, initial reactions. Did you watch all this game? Or? No, I watched. So I watched the second half. And, um, yeah, just at the end of the second quarter and into the second half. Um, and wow, Kyle Shanahan went into that locker room and just revamped the game plan. Yeah. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. I, I don't think we can say anything else about him. I mean, you know, you, there's everybody that wants to say that the system quarterback and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, I know for half the people that love to be Brock Purdy haters, they're going to need to see a Super Bowl win here coming up uh, to mm-hmm. really put that to bed. But, you know, went out here down 24-7, mounted this comeback. Um, at one point, I think it was, if I can do the math correctly. I don't think I can. I don't want to do it on my head right now. But I, I mean, just thank you. Yeah, unanswered. Unanswered yeah. there. And, uh, I mean, defense just looked alive. Offense was back out there, and, and they were hitting, firing on all cylinders. Um, the 49ers do, did what the 49ers do and looked like, you know, the best I'm team sorry. all year. I'm sorry, I got to retract that. 24 unanswered points. There it is. That's I was about to say, I don't think, I think 17 was too little. Yeah. Um, I, I, for, I forgot it was, yeah, they had the 34-24 lead. Yeah, and I mean, if you if you take that 49ers team that played the last 30 minutes of that game and and bring it over to the whole hour, I mean, that game's probably ugly. I'm not going to lie. That game might be a lot uglier than it was. Could have been a blowout. So I'm happy for the first half. I'm happy that Detroit was able to keep it close um, because I wanted to see a good game out of here. Uh, it would have been cool to see Detroit, but, um, you know, they still played their hearts out. But, man... Uh, and I know it's going to be talked about for the whole next week. I know it's part of Dan Campbell's game plan and what he calls there. But it, I think it was that like six and a half minutes or whatever. They were on the fourth. And, or 
fourth down and they went for it. You have to kick that ball there. I know it's his I know it's his go-to, and he wants to go and he wants to convert and he believes in his team. But then you look at the final score of the game and it came down to a field goal. You have to kick that ball there. What are your thoughts on that? Um not really. I think that he felt the game getting away really quickly. Um San Francisco came out, just drove again. Turning point had to been that Brandon Ayuk catch that was unreal. Uh-huh. And you just saw so much emotion then from San Francisco. And I think, and again, I think we've been talking about it every week about Detroit emotion. We talked about the first game and they came out very, you know, very emotional game for them. Were they going to be able to follow that up? With the second game, they did. They came out gangbusters here, emotion. But I think it just caught up to them. And Dan Campbell saw that game getting away from them. Even though they still had the lead at that point, that was just totally getting away from them. And he had to do something. Had to have a spark. I think that maybe the play call was incorrect. Um. I think that they could have done a little screen or something. I mean, Jared Goff, it was fourth and three. Jared Goff had to get out of the pocket, and he just had that throw on the run, wasn't set. I mean, he could have maybe actually ran for that first down. He could have. Um, But my point of uh, you need to kick it there, yes, I see what you're talking about. You need a spark there and everything, but – you got to keep in mind who you're playing against there, too. I mean, with fourth and three, maybe if it's a fourth and one, I feel a lot better about it. You know, you can take a, a David Montgomery a G- a run right down the middle. You can take a Jameer Gibbs zone run out to the outside and be able to pick up one. But fourth and three, where you're calling a play where Jared Goff has to move a little in the pocket and you're facing against that 49ers D-line, I just, I, it doesn't make sense to me. I think in a game that close, you know, maybe if there's, you know, you just get into the fourth. You can make that call because you got enough time. But at that point in the game, you had that drive. You probably, if the 49ers wanted, they had enough time there just to use one drive and get all the way down the game and let time expire with them. Um, so you potentially only have one more shot offensively. I just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't understand. Maybe, maybe this is why I'm not an NFL coach, you know, and Maybe analytics are telling you, you go for it here and blah, 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 whatever it may be. But, um, I mean, a tough I don't, to go out. I don't think it was an analytical thing. I, I, I don't. It, it, was it was just pure. Balls. Yeah. It was, it was a pure, we're losing this game. I have to spark this team somehow. And, you know, <laughs> some of the Detroit fans, they're going to they're gonna fault them for it. The other ones are going to be like, it's okay, because we know that was your, that was your MO all year. Um, but, but the and, interesting, uh, I, yeah. I'm sorry, but the interesting part was he had that same opportunity um, earlier in the game. Everyone was saying he's going for it, and he kicked that field goal at the end of the game. Or I'm sorry, at the end of the uh, first half. Yeah. He had that same opportunity, <clears throat> kicked the field goal. They went up 24-7. So, again, I don't think it's analytics. I think it's just a pure gut by Dan Campbell. And, I mean, he's a fantastic coach for them, so you can't take that. It was just, yeah, his gut, his his team 
losing everything, I have to have a spark. Yeah, it makes sense. And, and I know um, I saw stuff all throughout his uh, like post-game presser, and, and he had said something about, you know, he thinks it's going to be much harder to get back to there next year, and it always is. I mean, you know, the, the league's just going to continue to get better and, and the teams that you face, and I mean, specifically in the NFC, um, I mean, yeah, you played the Rams first round, but I anticipate them getting better next year. You've got the Cowboys who fell flat on their face. They could hopefully get over the humping. If they do, they'll be better next year. You got the Packers who are going to give them a run in the NFC North. So it is definitely going to be harder, and he, he wanted to secure that now. But um, I don't know, man. I'm going to be thinking about that one for a little bit. Uh, thank God I'm a Lions fan because I don't know what I'd be doing this morning. But – well, um, and plus, and plus, I think everyone's going to be gunning for him now. Yeah, I but mean, when you play Detroit, even if you're, uh, you know, what Arizona Cardinals or one of the lower teams, uh, Washington Commanders in that league, uh, you're going to be up for that game, even more so because of their success. So, um, for sure. But I. Yeah. But I hope they carry it forward, and I and I hope we see another good Detroit Lions team next year. Um, or if it is the Packers, whoever comes out of the NFC North, it's going to be a fun race. But I mean, they played well this year, man. They were good, you know, as everybody was saying, the the Cinderella story of the playoffs, and uh, they were a fun team to watch, fun coached team to watch, and uh, we'll see if they can make a run again next year for it. But um, anything else you have to say about this NFC Championship game here? No, I mean, again, San Francisco did what they had to do, turned it around, great adjustments made. Um, and yeah, the emotion just got away. Just the scene was too big right now for this Detroit team. But um, I think they will, I, I'll say they will make the playoffs again, um, make a good run. Um, I think they'll win the division. I know we already talked about Green Bay gonna be better but i think it'll be up to those two uh teams in that division for sure um all right well then we've got our winners and so that moves us into super bowl not super bowl week because that's next week but we've got the two week period now uh leading up to the super bowl we've got a rematch of super bowl 54 i think the super bowl that people america wanted to see the least this year with the chiefs 49ers again, um, and, and I think I'm on that same boat. I don't know if I wanted to see another repeat matchup, but regardless, it should be a good game. Uh, I think initial lines right now, I, well, I checked it last night. I knew there was a lot of line movement. It might still be, let me see if I could find it. I think it was Niners minus one and a half. Um, did you, have you seen any? Any odds no, this morning differently? No, I have not. I haven't looked and seen that. Oh, well, now I'm seeing at least it opened. Okay, opened at Niners minus two and a half. Uh, a lot of these books don't have lines up right now. The only one that I am seeing is DraftKings Sportsbook has 49ers at minus four and a half. So it seems like more money has came in on the 49ers over, uh, over this throughout the night uh total opened at 47 and a half it's still staying there we've got 
goodness, DraftKings is is loving 49ers. They've got 49ers money line at minus 218, Chiefs at plus 180. Opening odds were 49ers minus 135, Kansas City plus 115. Um I guess after we what we saw yesterday and how both teams are performing, uh what are you thinking about this Super Bowl in 2 weeks? I think it's going to be a game again in which Kansas City <laughs> We'll play around offensively, um, turn it on. I think they're going to jump out quickly again. Uh, San Francisco will have to make an adjustment. But I'm going to say Kansas City will win. And a close one. You're such a buzzkill, you know that? I know I am. I know I am. <sighs> I've been freaking rooting against them all throughout this playoff except for Miami game. Uh, because they were going to win that game. Uh, and I'm going to stick to my guns here. I got the 49ers. I'd, whatever the spread is come the start of the Super Bowl, whatever the money line is, I don't care. This is purely probably just a an emotional pick because I don't want to see Mahomes win another one. But I also do think, um, and, and I don't feel like this is very you know, hard to contest or anything, um, uh, the 49ers are the better team. They're the more they, they've got more depth. They are the more well-rounded more, team, more balanced team. Yeah, more balanced yeah. team. Definitely. Um, these are both very good defenses this year. They have been. Um, and whereas I might give the edge defensively to Kansas City with their with their passing offense. If we're talking about the ground game and the front seven, I'm giving that to the 49ers. Um, you got the offensive line. I'm giving to the 49ers. You got the offensive weapon. I'm giving to the 49ers. So it almost seems like there's too much in their favor and uh it's it's another shot for Mahomes to be an underdog as people kept putting out all of this year uh in the Buffalo game and in the uh Baltimore game yesterday uh but you know we've seen this matchup outside of you know having Brock Purdy f- 4 years ago um and it could be it could be very similar to that game um but I, but I don't think it will be I think Jimmy Garoppolo leading the charge there for the Niners in Super Bowl 54, and now Brock Purdy doing it is definitely going to be the difference. Um, so with that being said, uh, you said the Chiefs, you think they start out early. You think that – gotcha. Um, you think they start off hot early, and you think that the Niners uh, – aren't able to come back and win that game. Uh, what do you think is going to be the biggest point of emphasis, I guess, for the Chiefs offensively, considering how if you're playing against Kyle Shanahan here and stuff, um, you know, the, the Niners have two weeks to game plan for this game and and are going to do everything in their power to shut down Kelsey. Um, where else do you think that the – Chiefs can capitalize here offensively. I think the Chiefs are going to have to somehow run the ball better. Um, obviously, have to get more of their wide receivers in play. Um, MVS has to show up. Um, maybe more. I love the two tight end look that the Chiefs are having. Um, 
and and hopefully maybe you know bell plays a little bit better he made some great catches um but i think it's got to be better round uh running game um ceh has to play a little bit better so um yeah i think we could um as as much as i'm thinking that um the over because i think it can be an offensive game um and yet if you run the ball it shortens the game <laughs> technically but um yeah they gotta they gotta be more balanced um not have and patrick's gonna have a lot of they're gonna they're gonna come at him they are they definitely are it's a it's a scary it's a scary front seven there um so you got chief spread and chief's money line over 47 and a half yeah all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go niner spread niners money line under 47 and a half so somebody's got to win this i i think um after seeing yesterday too uh i I think it's evident that both of these defenses are great and i think that i while these guys do have offensive firepower i think it's going to come down to you know the last drive and they're going to keep it close and i could see a 17 17 game get a field goal at the end 2017 or a touchdown at the end 24 17 uh, to be able to win this game for the Niners. So I'm going to go under slightly. I think that's the sharp pick. I think everybody's going to be on the over. Um, I think it's going to be a similar situation to the AFC Championship game with the total there. So I got the Niners. I hope this goes well in their favor. Uh, but I guess we will see. And we'll continue to talk about this uh, Super Bowl You know, more next week too as we get into Super Bowl Sunday week. So sorry about any sort of uh any sort of missing time that we had there we had a little bit of technical difficulties on our end but we are back for this second half of episode four um so we we just moved on from the super bowl our our initial super bowl predictions and picks and our thought about the game um do you have anything else to wrap up here you want to say before we get into our next segment are you good yeah well you gave a um what you thought the final score is yes so and the over again was 47? 47 and a half, yep. All right, so my final score will be 27-24. Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Well, we've got our predictions in then. And we'll see. Maybe might switch this up next week when we talk about this and we'll read closer and uh when we've you know yes heard... if there's any injuries yep yep exactly there could be big stuff that um that switches this up but all right that that'll wrap it up for our initial thoughts on the super bowl and all um dad i'm gonna let you you know go away here because you've got uh you've got a trivia question uh that you've been happy about all week and pretty excited about so i'm gonna let you take the reins uh go go ahead and, and tell the viewers what we're or the listeners what we're uh what we're doing here yeah so um again gonna try and stump young guy here on the super bowl trivia that i have um 
there are obviously eight divisions total, AFC and NFC. What? I'm not going to say how many. See if you can get it all. But what? And don't look up. I see you looking on your little computer. I'm just looking at something else. Go ahead. All right. What divisions have had all four of their teams make it into the Super Bowl? And then I have a follow-up on top of that. So it's just make it. It's not win? Not win. Make it. And is there multiple divisions? There are multiple divisions that have done this in the history of the Super Bowl. Do you, want, just do you going... want me to tell you how many? No, no, no I, I won't think tell I you how many yet. We're we're just going back to Super Bowl one, right? We're just this is just Super Bowl era. Yeah. All the right, Super so we've got. Era. I'm just going to go through these divisions: AFC East, Pats, Bills, Dolphins, Jets have all made it. So that's yep. one. AFC South, no, because uh, like Jags, Titans, Texans haven't got AFC West. Chargers haven't. Damn, that would have been one. Uh, but the Chargers haven't made it, right? I, I don't know. I'll lock it in that they haven't. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no to the AFC West, AFC North, Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, Browns. Browns haven't made it. They're gonna cut that one short. So we got one in the AFC. Got NFC East, Giants, Commanders, uh, Eagles. Cowboys, they've all made it, or at least the Redskins did, but that Washington's franchise has. So I'm going to go NFC East have. We got NFC South, Panthers, Falcons, Saints, Bucks have all made it. That's a wild card. So NFC South, so we're up to three. NFC West, Lions, Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks have all made it. That's four. And then Packers. Lions, no, Vikings haven't. So yeah, I'm gonna lock it in with with four. Four and three in the NFC, one in the AFC. Okay, so you had the AFC East, correct. You had the NFC West, correct. You had the NFC East, correct. Yes, the wild card, can you believe? Everyone picks what the worst division lately the NFC yeah. South has. And you missed one. So is it the... It's not the, the AFC, AFC West. The AFC West has. And this is why I think this podcast is fantastic. This generational. When and I knew you were going to mess it make up. make the playoff? Or make the Super Bowl? When did the... Chargers. That's the only one well, I was thinking of. That didn't. Yeah. Well, you have to forget... That in the time, teams have moved, haven't they? Yeah, but okay, here you go. And they were this. Were they not the San Diego Chargers? And their first I, I time they made it. I still don't even think the San Diego ones had made it. I know they haven't won one. Maybe they hadn't made it. Oh yeah, now that I'm thinking of it, because only the Browns, Vikings, Texans, uh. And Lions haven't made the Super Bowl, I think. I think there's only like four that haven't made it. 
Damn, yeah. you could have gave me a little leeway when I asked you there about the AFC West. You just you knew I was going to get your trivia and freaking spot on. So you wanted to throw a little wild card. All right, all right. I'll yeah, I'll take Ni- it. 1995 San Francisco and the San Diego Chargers. All right. Well, hey, I held my gun pretty well there. Got four out of five. I I knew the one that was going to miss it, but Junior Seau played fantastic in that game, although they lost 49-26, but yep, I knew I knew. I was talking to a friend about this, and I knew exactly um, that you were going to miss that. Yeah, alright, so what's your follow-up on them? The follow-up is going to be what team or what, I should say, what division as everyone has won in this division or won the Super Bowl. The NFC East. Yeah. That's probably yeah. an easy one. Yeah. Well, just it wouldn't have been if. Well, no, because I knew the Redskins had won it. That would have been the only one. But since I already had placed them in the Super Bowl, I placed them in the Super Bowl because I know they had been there and I was pretty confident that they had won it. But. Okay, I was, that was a good I was one. Thinking, I, yeah, I was thinking potentially you weren't going to get, although you knew that they were the Redskins and all. So, but uh, yeah, I thought that that might have been missed too, since they changed their name. But for years we knew them as the Redskins, and probably still do. So, but um, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So and. And I was thinking about this because Detroit came so damn close that, um, yeah, it, it would have been cool, and that would have that would have been, I mean, that wouldn't affected this trivia. Seeing how the Vikings haven't, um, now the Vikings the have, North, made it two Super Bowls. They've they've made two Super Bowls. They made two Super Bowls in a row, and then followed up with a third later on. Wow. All right. Well then, yeah, that would have that would have changed the course of the trivia then. Um Okay. Well, that was fun. That was a good one. Maybe you're going to I think we've talked about you coming up with these uh every week and, and bringing a cool trivia sort of question in here, a new segment every week. Um Okay, but that'll that'll be enough there. Uh we'll move on next to uh, just a little bit of Patriots talk. You know, we got to throw a little bit of Boston sports talk in here too. We had Gerard Mayo's first hire this week on his coaching staff. It was an internal one. Um, Dad, you wanna you wanna start off with this because I mean you broke this news to me essentially uh, earlier today. Yeah, Marcus uh, Covington, who was his defensive line coach. So you keep continuity on the defensive side which i really think is key because again offensively many questions um on this team um you know it's going to be a great defensive team it was last year um <laughs> so many games 10-6 6 nothing i think was against the chargers um so and they lost that game, but yet defensively, I think the team is going to be, um, yeah, stellar. So, 
Yeah, I like um, I like the familiarity, uh, and, and keeping somebody in there, you know, that you know, um, and, and somebody that I'm sure he worked pretty closely with, um. So it, it'll be it'll be nice, and, and try to keep that same, uh, you know, defensive mindset that they've been having for the last couple of years. Honestly, since Mayo's been on the squad, uh, they've had, I think. Kraft actually said this in uh, Mayo's introductory presser, but I think since Mayo's been on the squad since 2019, um, it's got uh, top five defense every year, I think, for the Patriots. So um, that'll be good going forward. Uh, Do you know much more about him? You said defensive line. Uh, how, How long has he been with us? You're 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 turned down a little bit there. He's been with us since um, 2017. He's 34 years old. Awesome. All right. Well, I like I like the youth aspect there, uh, and yeah. keeping the young the young coaching staff. Um, and that'll be good. And, and and where does the Belichick kids play into this, if any? <sighs> Do you think this move was made? What? Because this was last week. Before, was it before the news came out that Belichick wasn't going to Atlanta? Um, I think they did it on Friday. I think it was Friday. Yeah. Was this? Yeah. Okay. And Never mind. Well, then that was after. Because I was going to say maybe if it was before, it could have been the thought that uh, Steve was going with Bill, but. Now it's looking like he may not have a head coaching job unless it's in Seattle, I think, is still is the only opening now. It was Ben Johnson uh, right before the NFC Championship game yesterday accepted the job to Washington. It was weird that that news came out before the NFC Championship game. Um, so, so I don't know if he's going to be going to Seattle, and I don't know if obviously they'll be following with him, but it, it could have been, been that. Um, could have been something where, you know, Mayo is – comfortable with Steve in the role that he has and maybe it's yeah that he was calling plays and stuff like that but he doesn't want him to be the one of one defensive coordinator he just wants him still on the staff I don't know we'll have to see how that plays out uh and how he continues to build out the rest of the staff but I I think it is a step in the right direction you know getting your guy and then building around it on the defensive end and, and I'm sure as we'll do offensively in the next couple weeks or months with uh bill o'brien heading to ohio state so um that's awesome though uh, i'm excited to see the new look and the, and the new coaching staff that we got but uh before we wrap up here on this topic do you have anything else you want to say about uh mayo's first hire just uh, the coaching staff in general right now no i mean again um it's interesting to say and i'm wondering you know what a dynamic was there with Mayo and Steve being those co-guys, you know, when Steve calling the plays, because if he comes back, he is not calling the plays. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It is great to see that we have a defensive coordinator, which we haven't technically had uh, for years. And I think we made this point. Um, our first is that you will see more people on the staff 
mm-hmm. than we have Definitely. under the Belichick. Yeah. So, um, no, I love it. Keeps continuity. It's his guys. Um, it's guys that he feels comfortable. Just interesting that we keep on losing offensive coordinators are going to other jobs. Yeah, I mean, interesting, but I... I, I didn't want Bill O'Brien to stay, I think. I, I don't think it's anything against Bill O'Brien and the offense. I mean, I know it hasn't looked the greatest under him so far um, and in his, what, second or third year with us now. Um, but I, I don't really – I don't attribute that to him. I think that's more so. We were just we were just a shithole offensively this year. And between the changing of the quarterbacks, between – um, some of the injuries in the receiving core between just not having consistent hands in the receiving core. Uh, I think it was going to be a tall task for anybody. But um, uh, as soon as we got the news of Belichick parting ways and Mayo stepping up, I, I honestly I didn't want him to keep him. I want Mayo to get his guy. I want this to be a clean yeah. slate, fresh start for the Pats. So I think this is – it's good that he was out on his own anyway so we don't have to worry about the whole – no, fire him or maybe don't fire him. And then, you know, people coming back on us and being like, well, you should have never got rid of the guy. Well, now we don't have to worry about that because he got rid of himself. He's going back to college. And, uh, and yeah. So, all right, and, we'll and move on. Go on. I was just, yeah. So have you seen all the, will Bill Belichick be an analyst? I can't see uh, Yeah, that. I can't see it, but I know people are trying to put some traction under it because, um, I saw a tweet as soon as the NFC game ended last night saying, like, uh, we won't have to hear Greg Olson anymore. Next next Fox game, we're going to be able to hear Tom Brady in the booth. So, I don't know. It would be it would be crazy. Saw stuff about, like, could you imagine a booth of Brady, Belichick, and Gronk all in Fox? That'd be hysterical. That'd be unhinged, too. Um, so, we'll, we can see. I, I don't know. I don't think that's Belichick's thing right now. And honestly, if I was him... I don't I don't think I want to go down that route either. I think maybe I mean you can do it and then you can come back to coaching, but I think he's he's set on the fact that he wants to go at least two or three more seasons and get that record as we mentioned in, you know, episode 1 where we think he deserves it and uh I I think that's still what he's going to be aiming for. So I I uh, my prediction still will stay. He'll take a year off. Because he didn't the the spot he should have been given, um, I think is the Cowboys. So Mike McCarthy will have another great regular season. They'll fall flat on their face, and then he'll hire Bill next year. Bill will take a year off. Makes sense. I mean they uh they didn't extend his contract or anything, so they. No. They know that, you know, this is make it or break it for Mike. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's what Jerry Jones is eyeing. Uh, but I, I guess we'll have to see. I saw, um, um, I saw a, a, a snippet, a, a, not a tweet, because I, I haven't done that. But I saw if Dan Quinn takes the Seattle job, Bill comes in as defensive coordinator in Dallas. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, okay, well, enough about the coach talk. We'll move into our last segment here in episode four. Uh, as we mentioned at the start of the episode, we got a little fun thing here, um, starting us off with the next two weeks of Super Bowl. Uh, we'll probably have something about uh, something like this next week, too. But today, 
we're going to go through and I've got a list of, uh, I got this from literally just like a list online of the like 10 most popular Super Bowl party foods. Um, we've got some absolute bangers in here. Uh, honestly, there's, there's not a single one on this list. I don't think I, I would absolutely smash on a Super Bowl Sunday. Um, so we're going to go through here kind of, yeah, kind of like a blind ranking like we did with those coaching hires. Um, but I don't want to throw this like all to you here. So I obviously I do know what's coming ahead, but I'm trying to keep my eyes just on one that we've got. Um, and we'll try to work together on these and place these as the best to worst. Well, not even worst because these aren't bad things, but the best to worst uh, Super Bowl foods that you'd want during your party. All right. So, so I'm you, putting this. I'm putting this kind of like the coaching. Kind of like the coaching. You got one through ten. We got to throw them in there. You don't know what's coming down the list. Um, actually, you know what? We'll, we'll just we'll just hand this to you because I think I think it, right. it makes more sense seeing how I know what's coming yeah. up. I want to see how yeah. rank these. So I want yeah I want to do my one through ten. Yeah. All right. So starting off number one here, we've got an absolute banger, and you you got to place this well. All right, we this is going to dictate how the rest of the list goes. Buffalo chicken dip. Mm. Now, of course, if Buffalo was in it, it would be definitely up on top. Um, is this mild, spicy? Whatever whatever your heart desires. However you like your buffalo chicken dip. At this age now, I kind of have to go a little bit more mild. A lot of <laughs> Uh, not big on the blue cheese. Uh, I kind of like the ranch better. Um, I do like, yeah, you know, though, I'm going to put this at number five. Okay. That's All right. Probably gonna That's interesting. You, but I'm going to go number five. Yeah, I might have put this at two or one. Um, I mean, you said about the blue cheese. You can have it without blue cheese. You know, the people make it with no, just, I, I mean, make it with just like a ranch. No, I'm gonna be... I like the ranch better, but I think it's, you know, you got the on your fingers and if you're grabbing something that's, else and you got to That's yeah, part no. of the good part, man. You throw the buffalo no. chicken with whatever else you can all right. Well I'm going I'm, I'm going number five. I guess I might just be the guy that's, you know, leading this charge on the buffalo chicken dip, but um <laughs> all right. Five's not bad. Uh that one hurts a little bit, but we'll see. All right, so number two. Another good one. I've, I've honestly say these are all pretty good, uh, except for one that I probably wouldn't touch on a Super Bowl Sunday, but that's just a personal thing. Um, we've got good old sliders, some mini mm. burgers, some good old sliders. Where are you placing this? One through ten. I mean, a slider now depends on how many people you have, how many sliders you're making. Obviously, if you have a big group of people, you've got a, many of those because you can grab them stuff them down you're probably going to have to have a good uh three four um at one time um because of quantity i'm going to put sliders at number three three okay yeah i don't think you can go wrong with a slider so i think that's no. that's that's good that's fine up there all right <clears throat> moving into to the third one we've got Classic nachos. 
Just a plate of nachos. A great starter. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think that's that main, oh, I'm going to get filled up on the nachos. Um, I'm looking for something a little bit heartier to fill me up, to put me up at those top spots. I'm going to put nachos, so I I guess I'll put them at, I'm going to put them at six. Six, right under the buffalo chicken dip. Okay, I like it. All right, well, moving on to something you said a little, a little heartier, uh, you know, a little more filling. We've got a good one. Now, you might not be making this at home, but it's probably going to be ordered to your Super Bowl party. Some good old pizza. Mm. Pizza's always good. Um, got to have a meat lover's type, a lot of meat. Uh, none of that pineapple crap. Yeah. Um, maybe some... Well, you don't like mushrooms, but get some mushrooms on there. Um, I'm going to go pizza, though, number two. Two. That's solid. That's solid. Well, I might know what's coming up to be your number one, then. We still go a little heartier. We still go a little more filling. Another thing, you might be, you're probably making this more than you're ordering it, uh, but they could come with the pizza in the same order. You got some wings. And for the sake of this argument, you can do whatever wings. But uh, I know, like, mild or buffalo wings are probably the, the heavy favorite when it comes to Super Bowl Sunday. Where are you placing the wings? You know, I would love to put the wings up top, um, but I'm kind of interested. So we're at number five right now? We're at five out of – this is the fifth out of ten, yep. <clears throat> yeah, so I already got the two, the three, five, and six. I'm going to put wings at four. Four. I'm still, I'm still looking for something – you know, really hardy to have at number one. So I'm going to put wings at four. All right. Um, So the next one here, number six, uh, this is probably my personal least favorite out of the 10 that we've got here, but you may feel different about it. Um, Not to be confused with nachos or anything like that, but we got a very popular for Super Bowl Sunday, seven layer dip. That's got to go seven. Seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of think, again, a nacho type. But, um, I mean, I'll probably, I mean, you got to layer it correctly. Um, I'm not a big, like, sour cream type of guy. So, yeah. Um, and I think you have to have a lot of that in there. You get some of the lettuce. The lettuce gets wilty in there. Yeah, no. I'm going to go seven. Yeah. I mean, the big thing for me there, too, there's a, there's just a shit ton of olives in seven-layer dip, and you know I'm not the biggest fan of those. I know you are, but I'm, yeah. Um, all right, so that is number seven. I wonder uh, if I just screwed myself here. I, I don't know. Uh, if you're looking for something hearty, this might be this might be the one. I know I've said that about three things here now, but apparently yeah. something's just not getting you correctly. But um, so your number... What do we say? This is number seven. Yeah. Loaded potato skins. Mm. I like yeah, and these it. are yeah, these just... are these are the big ones. We're talking, I know you say a bunch of sour cream, but you need the sour cream, you need the cheese, you need the bacon bits, you need to just grab that freaking potato skin and and, and have that sucker as a little starter. So starter or or farther on along in the meal, so 
I'm still holding out my number one because I'm wondering on this list if they have what I'm thinking as number one that I want to put. I would have put these loaded potato skins up higher, um, but I'm going to have to put it, I guess, at this point, um, number eight. That's what I have eight. left. So I have. Okay. Yeah. I would I would have put them up higher. I would have definitely put them over the seven layer dip, but already put that slot in. So unfortunately, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Spuds. You would have been higher, but <laughs> well, I, I think the more blind rankings we'll do on this show, the more you'll uh, you'll realize to start you know placing these and and opening up some spots for you. Yeah, yeah. just working your way down. Um, yeah. All right, uh, so our eighth one here. This is a personal favorite of mine, probably because mom just makes such a kick-ass one. Uh, spinach artichoke dip. I mean, you get a good toasted point with that. Um, you, you can even do uh, little uh, nachos. Um, but unfortunately, not the hearty thing I'm looking for, so I'm going to have to put it at number nine. Nine. All right. We got two more here, and I don't know if you're getting the hearty thing that you're looking for. You might. We'll see. Uh, this one, um, I couldn't figure out which way I wanted to go, so I'm just going to give you both, okay? Because I feel like it can go either way. We've got chips and dip, you know, your your onion dip or anything, or if if this is more up your alley, chips and salsa. Um, I'm more, yeah, chips and salsa. Yeah, that enjoyed that probably over the chips and dip because usually you're gonna do an onion dip. Um, I'd like a few of those to start off, but then I, yeah, you get that little oniony taste and it overwhelms <laughs> the chips. So I'm gonna go, I'm going the salsa again, mild, you know. Old guy, got to keep the mild part. But unfortunately, though, not the hearty thing I'm looking for. So this is at number 10. That's crazy. That I was about to say, I mean, you might just need to reevaluate your dipping patterns or something. If you're getting <laughs> overwhelmed by the onion dip, <laughs> the onion flavor, we got to put onion you in a flavor, class yeah. of how to dip a fucking chip. But <laughs> All right, so your last one, and this will be sliding in at your number one then. Let's see. If if it comes down to it, if you like it, um, this wouldn't be one of my personal favorites, but you, you can pop them in, and they're not too bad. We got Pigs in a Blanket coming in at your number one, then. How do you feel about that? Pigs in the Blanket. I mean, it's a good little hot dog. Could crisp on the, you know, on the little uh, crescent roll. Um, could dip it. A little mustard, maybe. Um, Chicken dip. Guess, <laughs> I need to, yeah. I, I guess, yeah, I guess we got to go, obviously, at number one. I'm surprised. What, what were what was, were you holding out for? I was holding out for a sub. A good Italian um, sub. Get a saying big like one foot that, long no. sub. Yes. Yeah, and you're just cutting them up a little bit for everybody. You just cut. Yes. That's what yeah. I thought would have been on here. I was holding out for that. No, that's crazy. I I don't necessarily view that as like a Super Bowl food, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've seen it there, but I, I think these... I mean, I mean Jimmy John's right now must... These. Jimmy John's has got to be pissed off right now that they didn't get on there. Yeah, well, 
Sorry, Jimmy John's. I, I love I love me some Jimmy John's, but uh, that's that's more for a after the bar snack, not a leading up to the Super Bowl snack. You know. Oh, so we're leading up to the Super Bowl. I mean, this is just Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl party. Just Super I mean, Bowl food. Yeah. Turn, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't no. know. I, 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 no oh. sub should have had a sub in there. That's crazy. All right. Well, maybe maybe next year. We'll redo this again in the in the first week leading up to the Super Bowl, and I'll make sure to throw sub on that list so that uh, you can give it the love it deserves. Um, and then but, next year I won't be doing mild; I'll be doing the the low end. Um, yeah, that acid reflux is gonna catch up yeah, to you in a year. It's huh, catch it? up. Uh, that's funny. All right, well that's uh, that's gonna end off that segment, and uh, in turn end off our episode here. Uh, before I before I end this one off for us with our conclusion um, and our outro, do you got anything else you want to say uh, that we talked about, you know, moving on from the championship Sunday, our initial Super Bowl predictions, trivia, Mayo, anything, uh, anything you want to state here at the end? No, um, I think we have um, a diverse uh, pick. This is going to be great. It'll be interesting to see if we continue our picks into next week's episode to see if we are still staying with our uh our uh yeah super bowl picks uh again we're going against each other um great hire for mayo um obviously um building his staff keeping it defensive um i think we'll you know put up some points but it'll be definitely a throwback to the years that the patriots started their their run uh, strong defense. Uh, what else did we touch on? Yeah, I mean, both games this weekend were fantastic. Very close games. I think we, I went four and zero in my picks. Um, I think I um, did well there. And we understand about my eating habits. Yeah, yeah, that's good that we uh, get that out of the way early for the listeners. So now going forward. Now, if we get any food questions, I guess we know the guy to go to. Yeah, so how can we get questions? I know we have a lot of people listening to us. Give us the ways that people can reach out. We'd love for people to reach out, ask us questions. Uh, we yeah. can answer it. How, Good point. how can and they do that? We'd love to collect these for an eventual you know, Q&A segment uh, later down, down the line on another episode. So um obviously if you're following us on any of the social media platforms uh you are more than welcome to reply to us on any one of those send us a dm on twitter instagram facebook uh twitter and instagram we've got the handle at a new era podcast uh facebook the name is just a new era podcast or if you'd like to send in one through email uh you can send us one through a new era podcast at gmail.com i'll collect a bunch of those and eventually do something with that. Uh, another thing too, I think, I think it's just through the Spotify platform. Um, but there's a little Q and A segment or a little area to put in questions at the bottom of Spotify. You can press that under the episode, and you can type something to us and send us a question, uh, and we can we can grab them there and uh, and organize them all together so that we're able to answer them at one point. So. Those are the uh, those are the options. Those are the ways to get stuff to us, so we can, you know, talk about those on our end too. 
Um, but that that's a good point. Uh, keep the keep the engagement though. We we'd love to hear from our listeners and and hear what they want us to talk about and and answer that sort of stuff. So, um, great point. Well, I appreciate it, Dan. Um, that'll end off our episode four of a new era podcast. Uh, once again, great one, great week of sports. Uh, great episode here. We will look forward to any news we get about the Patriots coming up. Uh, we'll continue to watch the Celtics and the Bruins kick ass like they had done this last week. Uh, we'll continue to, you know, just soak up all the information we can about sports so that next week we've got a, uh, we've got a good episode on deck and I'm looking forward to it. Fantastic. Well, I enjoyed it again, son. Love you, son. Love you too, Dad. Thank you, listeners. Uh, And we will catch you guys next Monday for Episode 5.